you can grab a couple guys and well that sounds weird they're just white people with guns why touch something that was good so who's Whoa. who's keeping track of the 30 seconds please people are way too sensitive for it fanboy fight club hello fanboys and girls and welcome to the apocalypse edition of the fanboy fight club podcast Brought to you by Media Junkies. Every Tuesday, we grace your ears with either a new or classic episode. Although I think we're running out of classic episodes, but hey, we have something for you at least. You can find all of our previous episodes in our show's archives. Now, Fanboy Fight Club is our flagship podcast, but if you love the sound of our voices, you can also find some other shows on your favorite podcast app, such as Spotify, Apple, Google, and so forth and so on, but uh, you also find the Rogue Agents Division 2 podcast, which is hopefully soon to come back, the Gimmick Minute Wrestling podcast, Why Are You a Gamer, and possibly a new one on the way. So please subscribe to them all, and if you're using Apple Podcasts and you feel we earned it, leave us a five-star review, and make sure you leave us a comment, because as Jamar says on his show, if you don't, we just figure we're perfect, so we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. We also appreciate anybody who wants to join in on the conversation. You can interact with us on our Twitter and our Instagram at Media Junkie Vids. If you uh, would like to comment on this show specifically, you can also find us at FBFC Podcast. That's Fanboy Fight Club, an acronym in case you didn't get that podcast. Hello, my name is Jason. I have the pleasure of hosting the show, and it's time to introduce you to the fanboys. And then after that, we're going to enter the ring for the event and that's where the fight club part comes in so let's go ahead and get it started we have a full cast of characters on this week's show first we have the man who co-started media junkie he is the one and only wes what's up man what's up man i like tweeting personal shit what's up i love it yeah (laughs) we also have the host of why are you a gamer and you can also catch him streaming on his new streaming channel, Jamar Games. This is Jamar. What's going on, man? Hey, man. And thank you for listening to my show. I only have one listener, and I know now it's you. Yeah, I listen every week, man. <laughs> I know I know. we've joked about that because I messed up how many episodes you were on at one point. You kiss ass. And not just the episode I was on over and over again. I actually listen to all of them. So uh so we also have our <laughs> our very own Fanboy Fight Club social media expert and possibly the next host of a podcast coming to the Media Junkie Network. Jake, what's up, man? What's up? And I, I like how you're uh you've mentioned it twice already, so now I have to do it. Exactly. <laughs> that's the whole point. That, that's kind of what Jamar did with Gimmick Minute. Like he was like, "Hey, you have this idea, right? Okay, I created you this. Let's do it. Okay, all right." So <laughs> I figure if I just keep pushing you into existence, it'll happen. Yeah, I'm just working on uh, some some formatting things, and then we'll we'll get it started. Cool, cool, cool. Last but not least, and always will be last, even if we have a guest a guest host on the show. We have my uh, one of my co-hosts on the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast, and the guy that designs all the cool graphics on our channels. And he also puts those graphics on T-shirts that you can buy on tpublic.com. It is Michael. What's going on? Oh, man, it's great guest hosting Family Fight Club. Shut up. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so relieving not to actually be a part of the group and just, you know, kind of be here watching. Right. Michael likes to pretend like he quit, but he really didn't. So, all right. <laughs> so before we get started, I'd also like to announce a new venture that we have. So 
Uh, some of you may have seen this on Twitter, but we have launched a Patreon page. And uh, between the five of us, we currently have the four podcasts. And like we said before, possibly one more on the way. And we want to use our platform to try to help advertise for fellow content creators. So if uh, we have three different tiers, so just find the one that Fitcher needs the best and we'll help advertise for you. So you can also choose to be a sponsor in the sponsor tier and sponsor tiers, unlike Mike, can be a guest judge on the show. So kind of a cool thing that we're doing. So definitely check that out. So, so, so. wait, you're saying they can be a co-guest judge with me? <laughs> yes, a co-guest. I mean, a, it's for when you're not on. According <laughs> to the show notes, technically it's not a Patreon page. It's a Patron page. And I would definitely some <laughs> <on> Patron. <laughs> okay, my spelling errors aside. Um, so moving on. Uh, so we're all pretty much quarantined in our homes. Uh, anything we've watched or seen or played that uh, has a, has some intriguing, yeah, anything intriguing yeah. to us that we want to talk about? I gotta mention a TV show that premiered this week. Uh, the season one of it was amazing. Season two was some of the worst goddamn TV I've ever seen, and season three <laughs> is fucking incredible. And that's Westworld. And Jamar, I know you watched it. Okay, oh, yeah. I got why I, I do have to watch Westworld. It's fucking great. It's really awesome. I like the direction they're going. Will they continue to try and confuse and be smarter than everyone else? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. I uh, I did binge watch uh, the Tiger the Tiger King on Netflix because you know that's right up my alley. And holy shit, that shit is bonkers. I knew a lot right? of that information going into it, but God, that shit's bonkers. Oh man, someone who had no clue it, of any of this. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's literally a bunch of crazy people that are pointing at other crazy people and saying, no, they're the crazy one. And they all like, own tigers. Yeah, hey, hey, yes, like all all only media, only media junkie members of the comment. So I Touche. I'll sit back now. No, sounds, sounds interesting. <laughs> I'd like to throw something out there. Uh, I did just complete probably the, like in my tweet I mentioned, the most beautiful game I've ever played. In my entire life, and that was Ori, Ori. the Will of the Wisps. It was really fucking good, amazing. That's the second one, or is that the yes, first one? Yes, this is the second one. Second one. I forget because like they're not. It's like because the first one's Ori and something, right? I don't. Remember. Yeah. Um. Well, yep. You quiz me now. I look stupid on the show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ori something, but yeah. They, oh, blind Ori forest. in the blind forest. Yeah. yeah, there yeah we go. So I've been uh, obviously we've been quarantined for a while, so I've been doing this quarantine movie list. Um, mm-hmm. So I watched a few and just a few quick reviews. Bloodshot's a piece of shit. 1917 uh, is probably one of the best movies I've seen if last year. Jojo Rabbit, fucking phenomenal and heartbreaking. The Hunt, eh, it was okay. And Peanut Butter Falcon was great. And I just finished Birds of Prey. The fucking action that movie's crazy good, man. It's yeah, really Birds of Prey was way better than I expected. Jojo oh Rabbit gosh. was probably my favorite movie of last year. It was so good. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit and, was uh, so good. Yeah, I guess I'll uh, watch that. I don't it's know. It's so good, man. It's so good. It, it's good. 1917, though, just blew all those Dude, movies that out. That movie, and it's like I went into expecting like a normal war movie, but I would like, which I can kind of like zone out on and just watch, but like I was like enthralled that whole time. Like, right? The movie was, is intense. Yeah. It's gripping. The pacing from the is amazing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Pacing. Jamar, watch it. Yeah. I, I will. I'm sure I will. <laughs> Um, I feel I feel like Wes just needs to have a YouTube show that's just five second movie reviews because I was enthralled by all of them. I'm good. <laughs> Me and Wes, we got to see it. Oh, <laughs> so I uh, cured a copy of Doom. Don't know how. Ooh. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just can't corner? get into it, man. Did you beat some what kid up? How do you beat you quite a copy of Doom? I don't know. It just fell. I turned on my computer. It was there. So I don't know. FBI, don't ask me any questions. Uh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> um, so, in free. <laughs> fit, fit girl repack. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, like everything about Doom, the aesthetics, the music, it's all like there. But the gameplay just is not fun to me. I don't know if I'm oh, broken or if I'm playing it wrong. Probably because you're playing Doom 64, man. Play the new one. <laughs> Shit, I downloaded the wrong one. I mean, <laughs> Doom 64 is good. I don't know what you're talking about. Doom 64 is solid, dude. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just depends on what you're expecting. Like, I mean, especially if you're uh, used to playing Call of Duty and shit like that, and then you go into Doom, you're going to be like, oh, what? But I thought it's it was like literally this. just a, it's about ripping demons apart. Like, that's the whole, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but it, maybe I'll give it a little bit more time. But yeah, I felt so the far, same way about the first one. I mean, it's just, it's a lot. It's repetitive, is what yeah, I felt. Very. But also just downloaded Animal Crossing, so I'll start that adventure soon. Excuse yeah. me, Animal Crossing. I have a job. He actually now. bought that one. Did you open up the wall for that one? <laughs> I did buy that one. I did buy that one. Wait, are you talking about? I didn't not buy. What are you yeah, it about? just <laughs> fell off a GameStop truck. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, you 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 called and then told them you're picking it up, and they just handed it to you. It's yeah, not your fault they didn't pay for it. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> Jesus. All right, cool. Anything else anybody wants to bring up? I love how Mike. So that's pretty damn funny. <laughs> I got about most of that, but we should probably move on to the FBI. Uh, yeah, I want to be on the edge of my seat all night. Mike, what? <laughs> Mike, what do you do? <laughs> I said he was quiet after all that. Sorry. <laughs> he did us a favor. Okay, let's go. All right, cool. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the main event. So, for this week's main event, fanboys are going to be battling over which era would be best for an Assassin's Creed game. Of course, Jake did not get to choose his topic because he is the bitch of the week. Sorry, Jake. Here's how the main event works. All fighters will be given an intro round of their topic. Then, we're going to move on to a 30-second attack round where they're just going to lay into the other competitors. After that... We're going to get into a 30-second defend round where they can defend themselves from the previous onslaught, and then a final round where we wrap up everything into a pretty little bow. In between each round, Mike and I are the judges, so we're going to give our scores. The goal is to win, but the real motivation is to not be the loser. The loser of the show will be deemed the next bitch of the week. And tell them what that is, Michael. Oh, I didn't realize guest judges had jobs. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, so Bitch of the Week is the Fanboy Fight Club punishment that is bestowed upon the loser of each episode. Since Jake is our Bitch of the Week, if he happens to lose this week, he will be our first triple bitch? Oh, no. sorry. I didn't update that script. He'll be the double Bitch of the Week. <laughs> He'll be our second ever double Bitch of the Week. Yeah. Uh, and which, if he then continues to lose, will make him the triple bitch of the week, which then he gets demoted to judge uh, until we deem him fit to compete again. I know, we are so creative. Thank you very much for that flawless read of that. that uh, I, I like how being demoted to a judge is like the punishment, but we all fight over judging. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We're going to have to come up with something better. Like, you, you have to, like, proceed or something, or get in, I don't know, whatever. We'll Change your Twitter handle. Yeah, I go. don't know. Well, <laughs> Jamar's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> we'll think about it. <laughs> all right. So anyway, all right. So let's go ahead and move on. So we're going to start with round one. So round one, as I stated before, is going to be the opening 
argument. So this is where you get to state your case. And there's no time on this, but we do ask that you keep it somewhat quick. So, um, Mike, I, I got to stop. Watch if you don't. I can start timing if you. Yeah, cool yeah. If you want to, that's fine. I'm just right, cool. I don't want to do anything. But we don't. I don't need it for this round anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, uh, so we're gonna go ahead. Uh, do you want to kick us off then? So you, I, I, I you cut out. I don't know what you just said. <laughs> so you want to kick us off? Something, something. Yeah, kick us off with uh, with who, who's going first. All right. So first up, we have Jamar. Tell us what you are gonna bring to Assassin's Creed. Oh, I muted my mic. I didn't know I was gonna be first. All right. Okay. I'm getting into character. <laughs> oh, I thought you cut out like Jason. No. <laughs> the game opens with the player controlling a hooded young woman in a dark forest, running from angry, shadowy figures. As swinging ladders shine the light through the trees, and you're surrounded with the sounds of multiple barking dogs. In the distance, you see a horse and carriage with a peculiar flag hanging from the back that gives you a slight glimmer of hope. The panic grows as you continue to avoid detection until you find, or oh, excuse me, until you finally make it to, safely to the carriage. You're greeted by a man who asks the name of the young woman for confirmation. She lifts her hood, and at this point, she reveals her name. She replies, "My owner gave me the name Harriet Tubman." The title screen appears, and you're presented with Assassin's Creed Freedom. That's right. In 2021, Ubisoft Montreal is ready to tell a story that has been avoided in gaming for far too long. In short, Tubman escapes, escapes slavery as a young child, and she was met by a man who was a trained assassin for the Brotherhood. The story will take place over 10 years, from 1849 to 1859, with the location changing from Maryland through New York all the way up to Canada. Starting with Tubman's journey to the freedom throughout her introduction to the brotherhood freeing over a or over a hundred slaves not that many <laughs> and her effects on the civil war we're extremely excited to share what we've been working with for you today but we'll spare you the details as we'll give you more at a later date assassin's creed freedom is the name of my game and the location well i just told you <laughs> <There we go. laughs> all that right. is all that is all all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that was that was pretty good. So uh, next up is Wes. All right. <clears throat> Disclaimer before I begin, I will butcher lots of names and locations. So just a heads up. <laughs> Assassin's, Assassin's Creed released in 2007 and kicked off a fresh new IP for Ubisoft. Throughout the past 13 years, gamers have been able to visit Egypt, Greece, Boston, New York, London, Italy, Jerusalem, and Rome, to only name a few. In 2021, Ubisoft is proud to announce a new era into the Assassin's Creed timeline. We are here today to introduce Assassin's Creed Feudal. This story takes place during the end of the Edo period in 1868 to 1869. The main story will revolve around the Boshin War, also known as the Japanese Revolution. We follow Ozaki Takamori, who will be the first Asian hero depicted in Assassin's Creed history. Ozaki would be on the side of the Takagawa Shogunate and locked into a war with the Japanese Imperial forces. The last battle of the game is the Battle of the Tobu Fushimi, which is the final battle that ended the Boshin War. Historical figures will play a prominent role in our storyline. On the assassin side, we have Emperor Maiji, who will be the Shogun, and the Japanese Imperial forces will be fighting over as they battle for power. The Shogun is led by Takagawa Yoshinobu, while the Imperial forces will be led by Prince Ito Hirobumi. Both leaders are historically accurate to the era. 
The locations will historically depict a beautiful feudal Japan. Maji will be based on the Kyoto Imperial Palace, which is a grand and dignified with its style. Japanese architecture will showcase houses and castles, which are painstakingly built to be accurate, not only on the inside, but also the out. Throughout the story, you will visit tatami rooms, townhouses for merchants and services, and gardens displaying a lush land. You will visit multiple locations in Japan, such as Fushimiku in Kyoto, Ido, Senede, Nagako, and Kushi Katsuma. In order to travel around Japan in Assassin's Creed Feudal, there will be need to be ways to do so. Boats, such as the Kotesi, which are warships, steamboats, and sailboats, will all be available for use. Assassin's Creed Odyssey included an update and streamlined the boating system to improve gameplay from past experiences. Feudal will utilize the same system based off positive feedback. You can also ride a horse to travel quickly and utilize mechanics to fast travel to locations. Riding horseback across the vast land of Japan, including its mountains, greenery, and architecture is truly a sight to see. Weather will also be a factor when you play Feudal. Japan is known to be hit by typhoons. Ozaki will need to navigate around heavy waters and downpours to survive. It is impossible to talk about a new era for Assassin's Creed without talking about the equipment that will be used for the time period. And I'm talking about weapons and armor. There are different swords that have different ratings and rarities. For example, a one-handed katana and a two-handed larger sword, also known as a nodachi. Also, Assassin's Creed Feudal will have historically accurate guns and bows. These weapons would include would be incredibly rare. In Feudal, we will need to maintain the samurai and authentic assassination feel. As you discover Japan, ammunition will be scarce. Examples of guns would be the, sm the smoothbore, which fires two rounds per minute, needle guns, and repeating rifles. Bows will also have different types of arrows available, such as basic arrow and fire arrows. There will also be other weapons of feudal, such as the tekokagi, which are claws, like uh, the Wolverine character in the Marvel comics. Additional equipment includes shurikens, makabishi, which are caltrops, spears, a small tanto, and a blowgun for stealth. Earlier, I mentioned armor playing a factor in Assassin's Creed. Let's break it down. Armor will be based on the system from previous games resulting in four types of rarity. Ozaki will begin wearing kimonos, and as he progresses through the story, different forms of armor will be found. You'll find samurai armor with different rarities scattered throughout Japan and can be upgraded as the storyline continues. All armor will have different styles, designs, and colors, and every gamer can customize their armor to their liking. There will also be exclusive armor sets that will have the best percentages increase your assassin's stats, and once the full set is discovered, a set bonus will be activated granting higher stats. Jesper Kidd returns to Assassin's Creed to compose a score for the game. You may remember Jesper from his score in Assassin's Creed and his incredible score from Assassin's Creed 2. Jesper has utilized instruments utilized in ancient Japan, such as the koto, which is a stringed instrument, to create beautiful melodies and intense metal music. Assassin's Creed Feudal will tell the beautiful story of Ozaki Takamori as he treks through a war-driven 1868 Japan to bring an end to the Boshin War. Ubisoft has enlisted Ubisoft Osaka, the only Ubisoft developer in Japan, to assist with Ubisoft Montreal in the development of Feudal. As you can see, it is quite an undertaking as the team has been working incredibly hard to create a game that is as, as historically accurate as possible. We believe we will love what you see and play when Assassin's Creed Feudal launches in fall of 2021. Thank you. So when this episode posts, we need to make sure that Ubisoft is tagged on this because if... Um, Wes should be designing video games or coming up with some ideas because holy shit, that was detailed. All right, moving on. <laughs> I, also, I also want to point out was was it just me or was Wes at like two times speed? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to. I was trying to. I'm like, I'm like, where's where's the where's the button where I press where I just turn it to normal speed? Yeah, I was, try, I was trying to keep it flowing. Oh my god! All right, 
All right, wow. so then that means that we have one person left for this round, and it is the bitch of the week, Jake. Yep, yep, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> so, introducing Assassin's Creed Dynasty. We open up in 11th century BC, China, the height of the Shang Dynasty. Yin Zifeng, the only daughter of Di Jin, <laughs> I, I should have added the same disclaimer as, as Wes, um, the, the final ruler of the Shang Dynasty, left her father's estates after he married. He got married to the evil Dija. She, uh, when she saw that her father was going down a dark path, she decided to confront him, seeing that there was no way to lead him away from his alcoholism and orgies. <laughs> That's actual fact. Um, she vowed to never return, and she took her leave. However, shortly after leaving, the Zhao from a little bit farther south of the country take over. Knowing she has the divine blood of the gods from the Shang Dynasty and her father, she vowed to take back her kingdom. So that's just basic overview of the main character. But the more important issue here is location. In 11th century BC, BC China, <laughs> the Shang Dynasty made many contributions to Chinese civilization that still stand today, but four in particular define the dynasty and show great potential for an Assassin's Creed game. Those being the invention of writing, the development of a stratified, uh, one of the first stratified governments, the advancement of bronze technology, and the use of chariots and bronze weapons in warfare. So on first, the invention of writing. The Oracle Bone inscriptions are the oldest form of Chinese writing, and they've been discovered to this day. By comparing and equating the inscriptions to modern Chinese characters, we scholars have found out that the Shang had already developed all the principles of a modern writing system that's still used in China today. In fact, the Chinese writing has undergone very few changes since this time. The only writing that still exists from the Shang dynasty are in the form of bronze writings or oracle bones, like I mentioned earlier. Since bamboo writing that they used to use uh, decomposes and doesn't really stay over time. But the only reason I mention that is because these missing bamboo writings are ripe story elements for an Assassin's Creed game to take advantage of. We don't know what was lost, and we could take you know, a few liberties here and there and put a really good story in place. Now, since this is 11th century BC, this also takes place before Assassin's Creed Origin, and we could actually explain even earlier forms of Templars and Assassins. The second point is a stratified government and society. The Shang political system was organized into a hierarchy, which, you know, for those who don't know, has many levels, ranks, specialized functions, and jobs, all passed down within a noble family. Shang society was also hierarchical, so... Um, with many different levels for social ranking. I think they had 32 different social ranks from lowest low, almost untouchables, all the way to the rulers. But while that might sound bad, it also increased the government's ability to organize on a large scale, whether it be, you know, to run the state's many territories, organize mining of large qualities of bronze, all of this kind of things. The reason I bring this up is this provides so many different internal settings for an Assassin's Creed game to explore. You could explore grant, uh, everything from dirty bronze mines all the way up to palatial estates of the rulers. Um, all of this would be located along the Yellow River, which is an incredibly lush and beautiful country, and also would give us the ability to fast travel along this 
vast dynasty by boats through that river. Now, another point is the bronze technology. This was China's Bronze Age, not the rest of the world's. And at that time, bronze represented power, wealth, and luxury. And by looking at the way that the bronze was used in this, it's clear that only those with power in the kingdom used them. So when they used bronze, it was either for weapons or ceremonial vessels, right? This and their mastery of bronze technology using casting, which nobody has ever done, even in medieval Europe, they were only using wrought iron for shit at this point in time. These ceremonial items, ceremonial bronze items, and the oracle bones I mentioned before, um, as well as rare bronze weapons, would be available at the end of the game and be the collectibles and tell you the story through these things that you find, which the collectibles are one of the main things in Assassin's Creed. We can talk about the weapons all we want. We can talk about this or that. But even back to the first Assassin's Creed, it was all about 100%ing that game and getting as many collectibles as you could, um, whether they be, you know, the visions or anything like that. And this is where we could explore that in this era. And finally, the advancement of bronze technology they did, they did advanced weaponry very, very far to where they had bronze-tipped halberds and spears and compound bows using bronze, which has never been done before. But most importantly, they were able to use horse-drawn chariots, which means vehicles, which means you could ride on the back of a horse-drawn chariot through ancient China and just take down people with a, a bronze-tipped halberd, which would be amazing. Now, a little bit back to the story. The Shang Dynasty ended in about twenty, uh, about 1050 BCE, when the conquerors of the, from the state of Zhao invaded the capital and, success, and successfully overthrew it. They claimed to overthrow the Shang Dynasty for moral reasons. They said that the Shang King was evil, and that heaven no longer wanted him to rule because they always used, you know, um, heavenly doctrine. Hey, I'm I'm emperor because heaven said so. Um, and they blame Shang's downfall on this king's excessive drinking, like I mentioned earlier, indulgent lifestyle, immoral behavior. All of these things were well documented. Um, and the downfall remains a cautionary tale to kings and emperors for years to come. With a main character and the daughter of the deposed, quote unquote, evil emperor and all of the cultural advances in this time period, I feel like it would make an amazing Assassin's Creed game. One that I would certainly love to dive into and learn more about the era, the location and the story. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for that. Sorry, I was on mute and it took me a second to come off. <laughs> so that that was the first round. Uh, Mike, how you feeling? You got you got it. You got it uh, judged out. Oh, uh, I, I got it mostly judged out. I'm still working on uh, the tie for my second place. So I'm trying to figure out which one I want to do. So if you've got your score, you're welcome to go first. Yeah, I, I have my reasons for it and we can we can definitely talk after. But I'm going West Jake tomorrow. Um. See, mine, mine was almost, almost the opposite direction. Uh, mine was uh, Jamar, Wes, and Jake. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So moving on to round two. So this is where you guys get the fuck on each other. Just fucking Ooh, rip baby. each other apart. Just get after it. I'm oh, so man. uncomfortable. Do we have go a yeah. department? Damn. Go for it. Go for some it optional. I, I want you guys to fuck on each off. other real good. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to call HR. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. The guest judge is uh, also the HR department. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow I mean, it. All right. 
So who we got going first, Mike? All right. So in the fuck on you round, we've got Wes going first. All right. Hey, uh, Jason, you're gonna yeah, you're Jason, gonna, you're in charge of the clock. Oh shit! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> right. yeah I'm ready. Sorry, so it's, it's only episode 19. It's cool. Wes, you got 30 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? I'm ready. Start. Assassin's Creed Freedom. I don't know much about this game to shit on it. For example, like what weapons, what clothing. I don't know more about the era to sell me on. You know, AC Freedom. Assassin's Creed Dynasty. While it would be great to see an ancient China included within Assassin's Creed timeline, the creation was boring and you lost my interest 34 minutes into your presentation. <laughs> Oracle Bones? More like Boracle Bones. Also, you said Bishi instead of BC at one point, and that just made me laugh and I had to mention that. And lastly, you mentioned the King's excessive drinking being well documented. Well, after this, you guys are going to need to document my excessive drinking because I'm going to drink myself to fucking Stop. death. <laughs> Christ almighty. <laughs> Wow. Okay. All, All right. right. Timer's reset. Who we got next? Oh, man. Oof. Well, good luck, Jake. You're next. <laughs> All right. 30 seconds on the clock. You ready, Jake? Yep. Go. All right. So for freedom, who like you didn't say who the bad guys were. I mean, I obviously could assume that they're the South, but is the entire South all Templars? Like, what is the story beyond just helping the slaves, which is noble, but not really much? For what Wes said, uh, it wouldn't be the first Asian uh, Assassin's Creed character. There was Shao Joan from Chronicles. And there's also too many samurai games out already. We have great ones that also deal with stealth. We have Sekiro. We have uh, Tenchi. We have Ghost of Tsushima coming out soon. We don't need another Japanese game. All right. All right. That wasn't bad, Jake. That was, uh, yeah. All right. So last but not least. Jamar. Ready? All right. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thirty seconds on the clock. Jamar, go. So this must be the curse of going last because I was gonna say Wes, Onimusha, Neo, Sekiro, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, Feudal Japan has not had a game before. Sounds cool, but it's been done. Okay, Jake, <laughs> your location sounds awesome, but I'm just not sure if Mark Cerny, you, or Wikipedia was given this presentation. I'm really confused. I don't. I don't know. That's, That's it. You're done. All right. Was it like 10, 20 seconds on the clock on that one? Yeah, you still had 10 <laughs> seconds left. <laughs> oh man. All right. That's that that's a tough one. Who who do you got? Who do you got on this one? Oh man. So this one, like I feel like I have a choice. What Wes is easily number one with just whew, especially the end line about <laughs> taking a bit fucking drinking. Um <laughs> oh, man, second place. That's I I I think I have to give it to Jake. Okay, so two, one, and carry the four. Sorry, um, and <laughs> honestly, I had a little slightly different. I I was gonna go West, but then I thought Jake had some really good lines in there. Um, so I'm gonna go Jake West and Jamar. All right, and Jamar, it's not that you didn't do good. I mean, it was all three of you did awesome. Oh, you don't, you, you don't have to do that. No, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I, like, I feel like I'm I'm being an ass, but I'm not. Like it, you, you, you did good there. I mean, it was just that was a tough round. You guys all did great. Just so, remember the next episode when you're going to be a judge and me and Jason are, you know, competitors. I gave you points. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the next thirty second round is going to be the one where you get to defend yourself, where you get to really dive in and dig your heels in the ground and say "fuck you." This is my idea. This is why it's good. So who we got going first? All right. So first in the don't fuck on me round, we got Jake. 
All right, Jake, 30 seconds on the clock. Tell me when you're ready. Yeah, go ahead. Go. All right, so I'm the only one that clearly understood the concept of this. We are making a setting. We're not telling a story where like, we can mention that, but I'm the one that went in depth of why it's a good Assassin's Creed game. I, I didn't just talk about weapons for an hour and a half. I, I talked about everything that this location could bring, and that's what I did, and that was the point of this whole thing was not storyline or anything like that it was the location and era of the next assassin's creed and i gave you both okay tom all right hmm. all right all right all right, all right. and all right, so, uh, next? next up on the the don't fuck on me round we got jamar all right jamar you ready don't fuck on me all right go <laughs> all right so wes i just have to reply respond to you first um, weapons and clothing, clothing. Okay, sure. That's like the first thing I always check on when games come out. I'm like, what kind of clothes do they have on? I don't know exactly what you're looking for. I gave you a good, a good, good game. Um, what, I don't, I can't believe I'm saying this, but yes, the Templar slave masters and Confederate. I just assumed that was applied. I, I didn't understand that. That was so difficult. I'm sorry, Jake. I'll give you a little bit more detail. That's all I have. All right. You use more time that time. So that's good. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's getting well, the arguments are eventually well, he'll have to say something. a lot of them. <laughs> all right all right so last but not least in the don't fuck on me round we got wes all right wes you ready i didn't hear him say he's ready no, he's still muted. He, he, he said fuck you i'm Man, done i was going to town over here <laughs> <laughs> and by that i mean very calm defend yeah, all right, I thought you meant on yourself, like. Oh yeah, I was I was pounding the pud. <laughs> all right, Wes, uh, go go. All right, hey Jake, you stated there was an Asian character in Assassin's Creed. Ain't, that's a mistake on my part, but to be honest with you, it's from Chronicles. I don't know a single person who honestly played Chronicles. That's honestly referred to the Assassin's Creed era that you are okay to skip. And uh, Ghost of Tsushima is coming out. It could be great. It could be garbage. We don't. We don't know. We could always use more Japanese games because it's a beautiful culture. It's beautiful scenery. Uh, it's a games games that are needed. And Amanushu and Tenshi. I, I'm, as far as Tenshi goes, I don't see a remake coming anytime soon. And this is going to be more arcade based. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I talked way too slow. <laughs> like, yeah, round one, know, no time limit. Like, yeah. Fucking rush through it like you had to Yeah, normally you're a mile a minute, and then you were just like, well, this, and then there's now this. That's what uh, it felt like because you're going just like, Bueller, <laughs> Bueller. So it for me time. this time, I'm going Jamar Jake West. Um, I'm, I'm pretty close to that. I went Jake Jamar West. All right, now on to the closing arguments. This is where your idea gets made or broken. So this is your last chance to tie everything up and make it a great argument. Oh, that man, was, you got lost was, there. That was just terrible. Yeah, I lost what I was going to say. All <laughs> you right. took so long with that that you got lost. All right, so who we got first in that round? Uh, this round, we're, we are going to go with uh, Jamar. Close it up for us. Maybe. All right. Jamar, come off mute and uh, go ahead and give your closing argument. <laughs> so I tried to make a joke about being on mute, but then I really was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Me, man. 
But all right, this is episode nineteen, folks. We've been doing this for nineteen weeks. All right, go ahead, Shamar. All right, so the inspiration that goes into this part, or wait, shit, did I read? Yep, I'm right, sorry. The inspiration that goes into the part of American history that is a little bit of a sore subject, of course, um, was basically came from the story in Mafia 4. That game handled race in no way any game has ever done before. And with Assassin's Creed Freedom, we are looking to take the baton and run with it with the same care and realism as the games previous before. This game is gonna definitely be tough to play at times due to the nature of the story, but we hope it encourages you to reflect and maybe even learn. At the same time, we still are going to guarantee it's gonna share the same great gameplay with the same level of quality as the previous two Assassin's Creed in the past, Origins and Odyssey. We believe it is a very necessary story to be told and there's no better time than to do so. And that is all I have. All, all right. right, awesome. Thank you for that. So that brings us to the second person in the closing round, Wes. <clears throat> Assassin's Creed Feudal will be a love letter to ancient Japan as you fight through an epic war to reign supreme. And this is Assassin's Creed that needs to be made. From its jaw-dropping landscapes to its epic depictions of war, Feudal will cover every possible piece of ancient japan and actually feudal is available for pre-order now and if you pre-order from all major retailers you will obtain an exclusive ronin outfit and the exclusive devil armor which will grant you stats from the beginning there will also be a year one pass which will have multiple large updates including continuing the story in the era of ozaki after he becomes a ronin feudal will begin a new era for assassin's creed we are excited for everyone to play this game as ubisoft montreal and osaka have truly made something special from its gorgeous landscapes and exploration to its thrilling depictions of war, Feudal will offer something every gamer will love. Utilizing the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X engines has allowed the teams to push the maximum power for the franchise, resulting in a game that makes you feel like you're locked in conflict in 1868 Japan. Like I stated previously, we are excited for you all to experience a new Assassin's Creed era with our Fall 2021 launch. Thank you. All right, thank you for that. All right. Well, I guess that leaves no one other than Jake to uh, wrap everything up. All right. So, like I mentioned in my defense round a little bit, this era is ripe with everything you could need at, out of an Assassin's Creed game. You have the interesting landscape, you have the dynamic landscape, you have the cultural relevance that leads to a solid story, fun side quests, cool collectibles, all of that kind of stuff. And then you also have, you know, just the Chinese culture itself. The Shang Dynasty is the oldest dynasty that we have archaeological evidence from. So there's a lot to draw from there. And it just established modern China almost as you know, for thousands of years, almost 3000 years, it was like how this dynasty was just run by different families. Uh, but even beyond that, let's get into a couple of other things about it. The Shang dynasty was known for performing human sacrifices. That can be a huge, you know, part of the story, um, having to save people in your side quests, um, having to unravel that and try to get people to change from that because it was stopped right after the Shang dynasty. Um, 
they also were very into ancestor worship and the afterlife which leads me into the dlc that will be available for this game um as i mentioned in my intro round uh the last emperor of the shang dynasty married a woman named deji who was seen as evil and to this day is mentioned in legends and myths as being uh, a malevolent fox spirit. So just like in Assassin's Creed Origins, where you fought some of the gods, you fought Sobek, you fought that, one of the fights will be Deji. Um, it's going to be a magnificent fight against this giant fox spirit that's inhabiting a woman's body. You defeat her, you free your, your uh, dad from that presence, and then that kind of leads to the conclusion of the game. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think this the Shang Dynasty has everything you could ever want to out of an Assassin's Creed game available, um, with even a little bit more freedom than you have with like the Roman uh, or the Egyptian culture, which we know a lot more about. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that, Jake. Appreciate the final bow. So Mike, how you got him scored? All right, so for me, ooh, this one was hard. Yeah, this was it was a good final round for all of you. Uh, I've got two tied for first. So I'm trying to decide which one's going to get second. Uh, my bow. All right, I'm going to go Jake West Jamar. Oops. All right, mine was a little bit different. I had um, I had West Jamar Jake. All right. So by my calculations, that gives Jake nine points, West nine points, and Jamar seven points so we have a tie for first but jamar unfortunately for this topic we may all seem kind of racist by this but I <laughs> racist 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 <laughs> you you're all racist have become the bitch of the week and i am so sorry for that because i actually did like your topic yeah um, honestly jamar my my attack on you was kind of weak because like i didn't want to shit on your idea too much it makes you feel better west didn't yeah. shit on at all he avoided it <laughs> i had a better closing like written out and i was like ah, i don't want to like make this like super super long but you know yeah i gotcha honestly man for me and and i i, I did want to reasons for my opening round I would have just liked to have heard about more historical figures that would have been in the game. And I feel like if you would have brought some of that into it, then I would have, you would have gotten a ton of points for me because I love the idea and I like the whole concept of it. I just wanted to hear more of who would be in it and what, you know what I mean? Like stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And that, that's where, that's I mean, where no excuses. Lincoln wasn't a sad but, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no excuses, but I, I thought it was more of like, even your argument, Jake, was it was more settings. So I was just trying to give right. you an idea. It was more of a brief story. And my historical figure was just, you know, Harriet Tubman. Because yeah. I had a whole thing of going, right. like, how she was, how you end up playing with her, playing with her, like her Ooh. great, great, great granddaughter <laughs> yeah. and animus and all that shit. But I didn't want to go that far. But no, that's cool. You. I'll take the law. I, I, I just want to point out, Jamar, that I, I gave you points that first round. Just like No, that. I... 
I, I take it. I know I, Mike I, I, is I not racist. I, I'm not racist. <laughs> I, have, I have black friends. Yeah, I have. No, it's not that we're racist. We just like Asian. I know. Friends. I'm just. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, you got and, and and for real, you guys, you guys all brought it. And and real talk, you know, hopefully everybody listening out there enjoyed this show as a little bit of a distraction. There's a lot of shit going on in the world right now, and we're kind of all in it together. So hopefully people are getting some solace from the different entertainment options that are out there. You know, obviously a lot of people are going to be locked in their homes, not really able to go anywhere. So hopefully people can find some joy in movies, video games, you know, TV shows, podcasts like this one. And you guys can just kind of, you know, get through this short little period in our lives and we can all just move on and, and be respectful of each other and stuff like that. So I just want to put that out there before we kind of close everything out. Anybody else have anything they want to say? Yeah, thank you, uh, judges, for not giving me like plague, the black plague feudal. <laughs> Damn it. Missed How missed that? <laughs> Fuck. Definitely missed opportunity. All right. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the Fanboy Fight Club podcast. The first rule of the Fanboy Fight Club podcast is you must talk about the Fanboy Fight Club podcast. Easy for me to say. Share us with your friends, tweet us out, retweet our shit. You know, get out, get get our names out there. We want to hear comments and different things like that on our Twitter and on our Apple podcast. So definitely hit us up. We are the flagship podcast for Media Junkie, but we do offer so much more. So we have Michael on and I on the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. So if you're into wrestling, check us out. And Mike, you want to tell everybody where they can buy their fanboy fight club gear? Yeah, if you go to tpublic.com, type in fanboy fight club gimmick minute. Uh, Media Junkie, Why Are You a Gamer, Modern Toy Fair, any of our show names, it will bring you to the designs. You click on one, right below it will have a little blue link that says Vault of Personality Comics. If you click on that, it brings you to all my other designs that have nothing to do with this show as well. Uh, just give me your money either way, because I, I really don't care. <laughs> all right, cool. And you can also listen to Jamar's new show called Why Are You a Gamer? What do we got lined up, Mark? Uh, we have a kind of funny prom king joining on monday or going live on monday so if you're curious what the hell that means definitely check it out yeah jamar is just getting closer and closer to meeting greg williams that's, that's his <laughs> ultimate goal who's Who? greg williams wait yeah. is that a coach oh that's it greg williams i meant i'm oh, sorry dude my fault <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's a coach in the nfl that is well a coach he was close NFL. but now yeah. he's not yeah. <laughs> god man hey. i've been on mute for so long damn it <laughs> Oh my gosh, my bad. All right. I mean, by so, transitive properties at this point, he's given Greg Miller a handy, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, he's definitely closer and closer to meeting Greg. Handies are the gentleman's so. handshake, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you wear a bow tie. Only if All you're right. six feet away. So, Jamar and Wes will be coming back very soon, hopefully with Rogue Agents. Uh, so, stay tuned for that. I think Call of Duty has kind of interrupted the progress of the Rogue Agents podcast. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and Call of Duty podcast. Definitely don't sleep on our YouTube channel. We have tons of great content on there. Mike's got a cool show called Modern Toy Fair. And uh, Wes has some pretty pretty interesting stuff on there where he can teach you how to like game share, how to do some stuff with a Nintendo, and uh, all that fun stuff. So check all that out. You can also interact with Jake on the Fanboy Fight Club Facebook page or tweet him at FBFC Podcast. And don't forget to follow Media Junkie on Instagram and Twitter at media junkie vids so last thing i'm gonna do is leave you with a few questions will jamar figure out the mute button by episode 39 will wes be hired by ubisoft as assassin's creed project manager 
Will Mike be back in the Media Junkie family by the next episode, or will he be our first guest contestant? And will Jake give us all a drinking problem? Find out all the answers to these questions and more on the next episode of the Fanboy Fight Club podcast. Goodbye, everybody. The answer to the last one is yes. Yes. <laughs>